Hello, and welcome to a new episode of From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy. Here we discuss all things architecture, design, to travel, exploring Vastu Shastra with a modern approach, and I especially love connecting with other like-minded women and sharing their story. I am your host, Katerina Borinova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. Well, um, just to kind of set the scene for today's episode... I am sitting in my grandparents' dining room in Prague, Czech Republic, and I never thought in my life I would be sitting here and recording a podcast episode, but here we are. I had a little bit of a moment to myself where the house is quiet. We had a little bit of some construction and just family coming in and just so much going on, right? It's the grandparents' house. And so I have a moment to myself, and I thought, you know, I... I wanted to record a podcast episode while I was here to see what kind of topic would come up, maybe if it's walking around Prague and I would get some sort of inspiration from the architecture or what it would be, what this episode would be about. And what I really started to think about when I was planning for this trip, packing, getting ready, getting on the plane is that I am on my way to Prague, Czech Republic, which is where I was born. And, you know, sometimes we, most of the time when you say, well, where I'm from, where I'm born, that's your home. And as I was preparing for this trip, especially, I realized it doesn't feel like I'm going home anymore. You know, I do have tons of family and I'm going to get more into that in the episode, but there's just a different feeling of coming back here to the Czech Republic this time around. And so I thought, you know what? This this feeling about being here. And so I kind of wanted to just kind of sit down. I have a just a cup of water. I've probably had like four coffees already. I had to take Jesse to the airport this morning. So I figured, you know, I'm just gonna sit here and talk about what it feels like to be home and what the definition of home, how it has changed for me now looking back on my life and growing up between two cultures, between Czech Republic and the United States, and how that has really shaped me. So I'm excited for this episode. We're going to kind of see where it takes us. I'm just going to share kind of how I feel, and we'll, we'll see com- what comes out of it, right? <laughs> All right. Before we begin every episode, of course, though, let's take a moment to ground down and think of something that we are grateful for in the present moment. And I am very grateful right now for my health. (laughs) I don't know if it'll come through on the microphone, but I had a pretty nasty cold this past week. And I haven't been sick for about two and a half years, I think it is. Last time I was sick was it was pre-covid it was yeah it was two and a half almost three years ago i think it was february 2019 so i don't usually get sick and when i get sick i get sick sick and of course unfortunately came on like the worst possible timing i got sick i kind of started feeling a little sick like a few days before i was about to fly here to the czech republic And of course, this trip is very special because it was for my cousin's wedding. And I had kind of a big role in this wedding where I was the officiant. So I knew that my voice and my health and me being amazing 100% the day of the wedding was very important. And there was just a lot of things going on right before the trip. And I somehow got a cold. It sounds like there's a cold, like a late summer cold 
early fall cold going around the world because everyone I've kind of talked to, so many people were sick, by the way, when I got here to Prague, where here I blamed it more on the weather changing. You know, most of Europe did have a very hot, hot summer. And then it was like a slip of flip of a switch. And here we are, it's fall weather. So I know a lot of people get sick that way. I know when I used to live in Chicago, every time, fall, spring, I would constantly get sick whenever there was just a huge shift in temperature. And so started feeling a little sick. Unfortunately, I had the worst of the cold while I was on the flight. And before you come at me about traveling when you're sick, I did take a COVID test. I was testing negative. I made sure to wear a mask the entire time as much as I could actually rotate it. I think I went through four different masks. I was very hygienic. I was constantly cleaning up, wiping my surfaces. So do know I was very cautious when traveling. It is definitely something else to be traveling when you are sick now because man did I get some death glares when I sneezed or I had to blow my nose and I, and I get it I totally get it but I was very cautious so I was very respectful to the people around me thankfully the one flight I only had one person next to me because um, I said aisle and on the other flight from Amsterdam to Prague I had actually I sat aisle again and nobody in the middle seat so that was kind of nice but I am recovering from the cold I Definitely was a bit hard to go from very nice, you know, summer warm weather to here. It's been very cold. It's been in like the 50s um, now with rain. We did have some beautiful days. The wedding also was beautiful. So it's been, it's been, it's been a little bit of a rough week. And unfortunately, Jesse got my cold and he had the worst of it um, flying in. He came in a few days after me. So now that I'm finally recovering, I still have a little bit of a runny nose. You can kind of maybe hear it in my throat. I feel like I have a little husky kind of a, a voice, but I feel like I'm definitely on the mends of getting better. So right now I'm very, very grateful for my health and that I was able to make a recovery by the wedding and that I, I didn't lose my voice. <laughs> I'm so worried about that, but it ended up being a beautiful time and I'm so, so happy that I was able to get healthy. The definition of home has definitely shifted for me and now as an adult, looking back on kind of growing up between two different cultures, between the Czech culture and the U.S. culture and coming now home to the city where I was born, I definitely have a different perspective. And so, but just to kind of back up and give a little background on kind of where I'm from, how did I get where I was, why I live in California, all of that is I was born in the Czech Republic, and when I was five years old, or a month before my fifth birthday, I moved to the United States. And my parents had divorced a couple years before. My mom had met someone, and we moved to the United States, where we lived in Colorado for, I think it was about, about half a year. And that summer, we moved to New Hampshire. And my stepdad is a professor, so it wasn't a military thing. I did get that asked a few times, actually, but no. From Colorado, we moved to New Hampshire, where we lived in New Hampshire for five years. So from kindergarten to fourth grade, we lived in Durham, New Hampshire, where the University of New Hampshire is. And after that, we moved to California, Southern Orange County, because my stepdad was teaching at a university here. And he got a job here, so we relocated to California. And I was in California from fifth grade to high school, 12th grade in the United States. So when I was 18, I then applied for a university. 
And I was a stubborn teenager who was sick of beautiful non-four-season state and did not take, took it for granted in what a beautiful location I live in and wanted to get away. And so I chose to move to Chicago, Illinois, where I spent seven years of my life, five for school, two after school. And then one winter as I was walking from the train to work and it was... I don't know, negative, and this is common weather in January, February in the Midwest. It was like negative 10 degrees Fahrenheit with like negative 30 degree wind chill. And I was walking next to Sears Tower, the tallest building in North America. It's now called Willis Tower. When I realized, and it was snowing, so it was snowing. It was so cold, windy, right? And, and the snow was coming sideways and hitting me. And I'm walking, I'm bundled up, and out loud, I said, why the fuck do I live here? <laughs> and I was like, why, 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 why? And so a couple weeks later, I started applying for jobs back in California. And by summer, I had quit my job in Chicago and moved back to California. So that's where kind of my story is, living situation of where I've lived my entire life. And the Czech Republic, though, has been kind of a constant. Growing up, I spent every summer in Czech, of course, to see my dad, my cousins, my grandparents, my aunts, my cousins, my uncles, just everybody you can name really did live in Czech. And I think it was maybe every other Christmas for a while. So I definitely have a huge connection to Czech, to Prague. Prague is the capital. It's where I was born. And so coming back here every summer, spending so much time, it definitely, the amount of times I started to come kind of decreased after I graduated from high school, because at that point I had to pay for my own airfare. And so I didn't come back as often. As a college student, I definitely had different priorities and wasn't always coming, you know, doing fabulous trips to Europe. But I did have my first architecture internship here in Prague in the second year of university. And so I spent a whole summer here living at my grandparents' house, which was really, really special. I definitely, if you ever get a chance to live with your grandparents for an extended time, you get to learn a little bit more about your parent and where they came from and why they are the way they are, I think. It was definitely um, something I'm really, really, very grateful for because the last time I was actually here in the Czech Republic was fall of 2019 because my grandfather passed away. And so it's definitely been, it's been three long years, of course, because due to COVID, I haven't been back. And so this time around, I've had a very different perspective you know, growing up, I was constantly, you know, felt like I was constantly in between and I speak Czech fluently. Well, I would say I'm, I'm like 90% fluent. There's definitely words that just aren't in my vocabulary. I definitely learned a few words. My mom helped me translate my efficient speech for my cousin because I did it in half English, half Czech or both. I, I would speak in English and then say what I said in English and Czech because there were guests from English speaking countries and from Czech, of course. And so there was obviously I have a very I feel or I do have a sophisticated English because I went to school in you know the United States. But so my grammar and my 
my vocabulary in Czech does not match my English. And so there are some words my mom helped translate. I'm like, oh my gosh, these words, like these aren't usually words I use, but it was definitely helpful to kind of learn them. Because again, when I speak Czech, I'm speaking to family and most of my family does speak English. And so I'm also able to maybe say, you know, throw in the English word and we kind of figure out what I'm trying to say. And so I also don't have an accent in Czech. Sometimes some people say maybe I do have a little bit, but I can roll my R's. I can do the R, the R, R and R. So I can say Řekvička, which is radish, which is, I was always quizzed by my aunt coming here, making sure I had that. So I don't have an accent. I don't, I don't think I have an accent in when I speak English. So, I mean, I do have different words. I think having a little bit of East Coast, West Coast vocabulary. I think it's more my vocabulary where you would notice the difference or you're like, where is she from? But not having kind of an accent in either language, people don't, like when I come here and I start speaking, sometimes my, you know, as as I got older, I definitely experienced moments where I would say something to someone working at a store or just a stranger or a friend, you know, my cousin's friend or something, and the vocabulary would be off. And there were sometimes they would look at me like, what did you just say? And there's been times where I got some nasty comments back, like that I'm like some like not mentally sound person. I do remember getting one of those comments once. So it's definitely, it's different because when people speak to me, they don't know that I'm not from here, but sometimes I can tell that they do notice there's something different about me. I especially am definitely, I think, a little bit more open and I think I have a sense of kind of in America, we speak loudly, we smile. The smiling is a huge thing. I feel like I have a huge smile and sometimes that doesn't always translate when I'm speaking in Czech. And so not to really go off on a tangent there about speaking, but I guess you could say I grew up as like a third culture kid is a phrase I remember hearing because it really helped me to kind of on a side note is we did spend, when I was in seventh grade, we spent half a year living in the Czech Republic and I went to a British school. And there I met a lot of kids who were very similar, had very similar situations to me. They were either from different countries, lived in a different country. I had a friend who was half Czech, half Vietnamese, or I have a friend, I'm still in contact. And the, the interesting thing is, is I'm the most connected with these people. I was only at the school for six months and I still have the biggest connections with classmates from those six months. So I have a friend who's half Czech, half Vietnamese, who lived in, grew up in Prague, who now lives in England. I have a friend who will actually be on the podcast that after I finish recording this podcast episode, I'm actually going to go have dinner with her and actually record an episode with her on our friendship because I think it's definitely something that I want to share. And she had a very similar background to me. One parent was she grew up in between America and the Czech Republic. And so she was kind of half. So she had that experience. I have a friend who has an Afghan background who lives in Canada or who grew up and was born in Canada who now and then grew up also in the Czech Republic who now lives in New York. And so there's all these friends at this school that kind of had similar backgrounds to me. They weren't like, you know, in my high school and growing up in California, I just I always knew I was a little different. And so I had, you know, a mom who had an accent and who was an immigrant and I, you know, technically I'm an, and I am an immigrant first generation. So there's a little different. And here I finally felt, I guess you could say at home at the school where there were kids who had different backgrounds. There's, oh yeah, there was one girl, 
Her mom was from Argentina. Her dad was from Czech, which I thought was also a very interesting mix. And now she lives in Paris. So there's all these people who just now I'm still friends with and still in communication with who just just kind of like citizens of the world. And also that's through them I started learning about this. You're a third culture kid where you are someone who kind of grew up in different cultures. And I guess I could say I really felt at home at that school. And it's interesting that that school ended up being in Prague, which is the city I was born in. But now fast forwarding to this trip, I had different feelings about coming here this time around. I know, I think because there were multiple things that I think are different from when you're coming here as a kid. It's fun, you know, you're coming here for your summer vacation, you don't have schoolwork to do here. Or when I was in university, I was here to, you know, have a fun internship and travel and see friends and it was summertime. And I think once I started working and in the United States, we get two weeks a year of vacation, which I actually upgraded to three recently at my job because I've been there X amount of years. And so it you definitely start becoming more sensitive to where do your vacation days go and where are you going to spend those vacation days and spend your money. And that's where I feel like I started to notice a shift about coming to check because, you know, when you go on vacation, you want to have fun, you want to relax, you want to unwind. But when I come to check, I want to see as much family as I can. And it is like my schedule is jam-packed and there's really no relaxing. And as I got older, one thing I noticed is everybody started to share whatever problems they had going on in their life. And they just would share them with you. And of course, as any family has drama throughout the years, there was drama from multiple sides and you hear multiple sides of the story. And one thing I've really noticed recently is nobody ever asks me about my problems and what I'm going through. I don't always also just share, but it's always a lot about everybody else's drama and everybody else's things going on in their life. And it can be very draining on you. And this trip around, there are some things happening in the family that has caused drama and has caused me to listen to people vent (laughs) multiple times. And it has become so draining on my energy. And so I think that's one reason, especially this trip around, I'm thinking, okay, well, here I am going on vacation, and yet you're, I'm dropping into, you know, other people's drama. And so that's something that I have been very cautious of this trip. I have made sure to make sure I give myself time to recharge. That's kind of what I'm doing this afternoon. You know, the house is empty. I could have had another, I was actually supposed to go and get my check ID renewed today. And I thought, you know what? Nope. Today we are going to recharge. We're going to record a podcast and talk about our feelings and see how we feel. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing today. But there's definitely, definitely that. And so again, packing for this trip and getting ready and thinking, oh, you know, you're going home. You're going to go see family. Everybody lives there. This is your cuisine, your culture, your language. But it doesn't feel like home anymore. And I started to reflect on that a lot last week. So I'm here for two weeks. I'm in the middle of my stay now. And I've started to really think about, is this home for me? And it, it isn't anymore. This is a place I come to see family, but I am so removed from the Czech culture, the politics, like the, there were some local elections on Friday. I can't even tell you who's in, I mean, I, this is going to sound awful. I should be more like educated on my local elections in California, 
but I'm not. And coming here, you know, and what's going on. And I used to know a lot of the actors and actresses and singers and TV shows growing up because I came here every summer and I was very involved in, you know, watching shows with my grandparents or my cousins or whoever, or my parents. And now I'm just so removed that I don't get lots of cultural references, for example. Some I do. There's definitely some that I, I still pick up on, but anything modern goes right over my head. And so that's kind of a a sense of, you know, can you feel at home where you don't really understand everything, you don't know, you know, what everybody's talking about. And I think in a way I've also really established myself in California thinking about it now and just kind of reflecting is when I lived in Chicago, I knew that wasn't going to be a forever home. My thoughts for Chicago, I stayed way, oh, I, oh, way overdue, uh, way overstayed my stay. I planned on going there for university and then calling it and then moving, <laughs> moving somewhere else. It was not ever meant to be a forever place. And so even when I graduated and I applied for jobs, um, a lot of it had to do the relationship I was in at the time. And so when I even was at that job, I knew I'm like, well, I'm only here for a little bit. Like this isn't my end my end goal. And then when I moved to California, I didn't really know what was going to happen. And, you know, I'm pleasantly, amazingly surprised on how everything changed. And I feel like everything was meant to be everything I went through kind of a rough time during that time when I was moving from Chicago to California. I definitely think everything happened for a reason and everything was meant to happen the way it was supposed to happen. And so looking back at all of that, I think I can't believe I'm shocked because I was bagpacked, ready to leave California and never come back when I was heading to Chicago. And now in California, I feel at home. I definitely, you know, if if anybody would ask me like, oh, do you feel more Czech or American? I kind of want to, I always joke and say, oh, I'm definitely Californian. America is just so vast and so large and, and has so many different views and in a way, like many cultures everywhere, every state you go to, even California. I mean, you go to Northern California, it feels like a whole nother world up there, I'm telling you. So it's definitely, I feel very at home and very grounded now in Southern California. I'm getting my architecture license there. I am establishing my career there. So there's definitely this sense of that's home. I want to be home. That is my home. That is the place I want to return to. I love the apartment we live in. Although we lease, we don't own. It is, it's my home and I have Jesse there and that's kind of, he's become my home too. And just kind of the last year, what we've gone through and or the last few years and everything is just, it's with COVID and you kind of put, you, you prioritize what's important for you. And I think now I can, you know, wholeheartedly say California is my home. And I haven't been able to say that in a very long time on where I feel like my home is. Kind of going back to growing up, I lived in, you know, Colorado, New Hampshire, then California, then Illinois. I didn't, I don't know if I had a real sense of feeling at home. And also while I was in Chicago, I guess I should mention is I think there was a span of, in a span of, was it 10 years, I moved like 13 times just from one apartment, graduating, went somewhere else, this, that. Oh, it was even less. I think it was like eight years. I Maybe it was like in a span of, no, no, I think it was 10 years. I, I moved 13 times when I counted it or something like that because I was constantly moving from apartment after a school year ended, then in the summer relocating, then I studied abroad. Then I, I moved three times one year, I think it was from, yeah, I had three different apartments. 
one year. And so not feeling grounded and at home and having a stable address. I mean, oh my goodness. Thankfully, I've now the past few years, I've had enough of a standing residence at one place because like I applied for my global entry, which is a thing where you can kind of breeze through when you land in the U.S. through going through customs. And it asked for all of my addresses up till 2017. And I thought, oh my gosh, where did I even live back then? What was the address? I don't even remember some of the apartment addresses. I used to be able to remember all the apartment addresses, all the zip codes. I would have to really think hard now. And so I'm I'm glad because I feel like I have this, this sense of home now in California. And so coming back to the Czech Republic, it's just been, this is a place I'm from. There's always going to be a piece of me here, but it's definitely not my home anymore. I am definitely home in California. And even walking in the streets here in Prague, that's why I wanted to take a few days while I'm here to kind of get a sense of how I feel about being back here and what it's been like in the city. And it's amazing how quickly I remembered everything because I was a little hesitant, you know, when I got here, I was like, my, you know, my cousin's like, oh, can you take some of, you know, on my, you know, future husband, my husband's family around. And I'm thinking, I don't ask me for a restaurant recommendation. Don't ask me like, I maybe can tell you how to get around. There's definitely like no confidence when I was planning coming here. And now I'm just like, oh yeah, this is a great restaurant. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, there's a great restaurant I heard about here. And now I'm, I mean, riding the Metro again. And just like, it's amazing how quickly you can remember a lot of places. And it does help. Prague has changed. I've seen it in little snapshots. Of course, every time I visit, it's different than when you live somewhere and you gradually see things change. I definitely am like, wow, this is definitely not here three years ago. And wow, this is different. And I remember this being here. I remember this restaurant there. So things are definitely changing. And I think that's also why it doesn't feel like home because it's constantly evolving, but it's not evolving with me, the city. The city is growing. It's expanding. Went through COVID. I had no idea what the city would be like coming out of COVID and how things are. And there's definitely like mass mandates. I think it would have been very different had I come in the middle of COVID or anything like that. But it definitely, there is a sense of shift in the city and that shift happened without me. So that's why also there's no sense of feeling like I'm at home. It'll be interesting in the future too to see how coming to Prague and the sense of feeling I have when I come here, how it will differ because I know once I have, you know, children and, or, well, child and, and I come here and I show them where I'm from, I think that will also be something, you know, different. I, I do plan on speaking Czech at home in the United States as much as I can. I think it's very important for the next generation to know the language of the, you know, the parents. I think it's, um, you never know. You, why, why not? Why not speak the language? Why not learn about the culture? It's kind of funny. There's a, there is a Czech fairy tale and it's about a little mole. It's called Krtecek. And we were waiting for some family. We were picking them up at the Hilton here and they had a little kid's corner. And so I sat down with Jesse. We were waiting for family and they had Krtecek on. And I turned to Jesse and I said, you know, our kid's going to watch this. Like, this is, I'm not, I said, the music is great. The storyline is great. I said, I grew up with this. This is such a great show. And so it's, you know, and he, he smiled. He's like, okay, yeah, that, that sounds good. You know, I said, I don't want to listen to any of like some, so many popular shows. There's like Peppa the Pig. I'm like, nope, our kid is going to be listening to watching Krtecek. 
And so really it's just, it'll be interesting definitely to see how my perspective changes throughout the years because this is also coming back to Prague is I didn't, you know, I don't remember. I mean, I kind of remember leaving. I, I vaguely remember the flight. I remember landing in Denver airport. I still remember coming up the escalators and I remember seeing the ceiling there, right? If you know the Denver airport or if you want to Google it, it's it's got this great huge um, ceiling, um, like roof structure. Oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. I should know this. I even had to study this for my exams. Okay, I cheated. I Googled it. Um, <laughs> so the Denver airport has a fiberglass roof. It's a Teflon-coated fiberglass roof. But what that means is if you look at the like the Rocky Mountains, so like the mountains, the roof looks like these mountains, right? And so it's like the fabric. It's like a fabric roof kind of. And the fabric is on these like cables. And so I remember landing in the airport and coming up the escalators and seeing that. And then I also vaguely, vaguely remember getting in the car and driving and we got out of the car to take a picture. And I remember just there's like nothing around us. So if you've flown into Denver airport and then you're leaving, once you leave, it's just like prairie until you hit some sort of town or just once you hit Denver or Boulder and Boulder's where we lived. And I just remember thinking like, oh my God, like where are we and where is our destiny? I'm like, where where are, like how, like when are we going to get where we're supposed to get? Like where did we land? So I kind of vaguely remember that, but I don't even know where I was going with that. But it's, it's, yeah, coming back here has been, it's been a trip. That's for sure. There's lots of emotions coming here and just, it's been, yeah, lots of seeing lots of family and it has, and of course, haven't, haven't seen some family since COVID. Some were able to make it to our wedding. It's definitely an emotional, emotional time. And of course, there's also the, the clock of, you know, you, my grand, grandmas and seeing, you know, them getting older and seeing everybody get older. And that also, you know, you do leave each other voice notes and messages, but it's the seeing each other in person that's very different. And so my definition of home has changed. I would say it's not anymore a place, but I think the feeling I have because missing Jesse when I, I flew here before, you know, I was sick and I didn't feel good and I wanted him by my side. And I said, no, and now he flew. He left a little early to go back to work. I just miss him. And I so I'm realizing it's not a place. Home isn't really a place anymore. And in, in this modern world where we are constantly, you know, traveling or moving or you have social media and just like there's all there's just it, we're just so much more globalized. I don't know if that's a word, but globalized and like globalization that home doesn't necessarily need to be a place. It's a feeling. It's like, I don't know, cheesy, cliche as a sound, but home is definitely a feeling for me now, not necessarily a place. Because I don't know if California is my forever home, but it's my for right now home. And well, you know, who knows what the future will hold and where we'll, we will end up. For the next few years, we're definitely staying in California since I'm getting my license in California and it has been hard as hell to get that license. And Jesse's licensed for his contractor's license in California. So we aren't moving anytime soon, at least for a little bit so we can enjoy those licenses. But we'll see. Who knows Who knows what, what the next you know chapter of our lives will be. But my home for now is is in California. 
Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I this was a really good episode. I I feel much lighter in my chest. I feel I feel better. I feel like I really got to talk to you guys. I talked to someone about how I've been feeling. I can't believe I forgot my journal back in Cal back home in California. I brought my pen, my special concrete, a little pen made out of concrete that Jesse bought me. But I definitely feel better. I'm surprised I didn't cry this episode. I will give it that. So but I just want to say thank you for listening. And if you like this episode, please give it a heart or thumbs up and click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at from the honeycomb podcast. Thank you so much and see you next time.